Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa Show. Welcome back, everybody. We are on Mass Retreat Part 7. Yeah. And we are still not actually started Mass yet. No. So There's we, a lot of preparation going on. And, you know, and I think that's a good point, Lisa, that, that there should be a lot of preparation going on for Mass, right? Yes. Now, we talked about last episode, right, how we overcome distractions and obstacles, right, to being focused at Mass. But now, Mass still hasn't started, right? The clergy are in their vesting, yes. getting ready. Yes. And so we want to talk a little bit about the colors. Yeah. And also just give everyone an idea of some of the prayers that are said um, by the priests while they're actually vesting. Yes. So you want to get us started and maybe talk a little bit about this? Yes. So ordinary time, the color is green, and that's the time that we are in as we record this. And it's green because our faith continues to grow. So grow is like trees and grass, green. I like that. Yeah. Uh, white is for a time of celebration. So like Easter and feast days, solemnities, um, Christmas. Uh, red is either for the Holy Spirit, so Pentecost, and or good, good Friday. Oh yes, good one. I would have missed that. And Good Friday, and and um, for martyrs, uh, yeah, for martyrs, uh, their blood is shed. Right. And then purple is for penitential seasons like Advent and Lent, and it represents penance and humility. And then rose, or um, which is like the pink, but. Uh, but rose. it's not pink. Right, yes. They I get in trouble to... if I call it pink. Yes, um, we ha had a priest that would uh, say, uh, this is not pink, this is rose. And it looks pink. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and it's used on the third Sunday of Advent, Gadate Sunday, and the fourth Sunday of Lent. Latare. 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 You some say Latare, some say Latare. Okay, potato, potato. Right. And um, th these uh, represent a time of rejoicing within the penitential season. And then there's uh, another color, or two more colors that we don't see as often. Um, black, which mm -hmm. can be used for funerals and All Souls Day. Yeah. And I've actually worn um, black. Uh, for one funeral mass with Father Father Dan. Oh, okay. Uh, wore black. That's yeah. The only time worn so the only time I've seen a priest wear black was on this past All Souls Day, right. and it was actually a very beautiful um, vestment. They can be, and, and I think part of it too is you don't you it, you see black so rarely. It's like oh yeah. I think I even said to the priest, I said I don't know if this is appropriate, but I really like that. Um, uh, uh, that color? No, what color? What the is chasuble. it? The chasuble. The chasuble. I really like that chasuble. I haven't seen a black one before. Right. Um, what did the priest say? I I don't know. He probably made some comment. I don't recall. Just kind of looked at you and go, let's, <laughs> like, yeah, let's that, was, Lisa. that wasn't appropriate. I don't know. So And then gold, ah, which yes. we have on um, high feast or yeah, something. Yeah, so like Christmas, like we wore gold okay. um, for the for the Christmas uh, um, uh, masses. Okay. And um, I is it interchangeable with white? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. So I, <clears throat> I think if you ask Father Tom, you're right. He would have sort of an order for when you okay. would wear what. Yeah. Uh, but but like Christmas and Easter, and I don't know about Easter, but um, I don't know why you couldn't wear gold on Easter. Yeah. I've never seen anybody do that. Ah, okay. Um, I've only seen white, and then I have seen gold at Christmas. Yeah. Okay. My understanding is they are they are interchangeable. Okay. 
But we could research that and find out oh, to sure. make sure. Yeah. So I think in a sense, right, these vestments, right, the clergy, they're hiding themselves, okay, because they become in persona Christi to celebrate uh, the liturgy. And I think it's important that the person that is celebrating the liturgy, right, they don't do this as a private person, but as a minister of the church and an instrument in the hands of Jesus Christ. Yeah which is pretty powerful yes, if you is. think about it. Yes. So the beginning, okay, before they even begin to vest Lisa, what they say is, as they're washing their hands, is give virtue to my hands, O Lord, that being cleansed from all stain, I might serve you with purity of mind and body. Now the washing of the hands in some manner is kind of equivalent to when you would take your sandals off, right? Like in front of the burning bush, which we hear about in Exodus. Okay. Um, so that's that's kind of the beginning of that. So, Lisa, after washing their hands, um, the vesting begins. Yes. Right? So what's the first thing the priest puts on? The amice, which is a rectangular linen cloth, which has two strings and is placed over the shoulders and around the neck. And it is uh, covers the everyday clothing, even if it is the priest's clerical garb. So what does the priest say as he is putting that on? Um, he says, place upon me, O Lord, the helmet of salvation, that I may overcome the assaults of the devil. Yeah, this refers to Paul's letter to the Ephesians, right? Yeah. Chapter 6, verses 17. Yeah. I like that. The helmet of salvation that yes. must protect him who wears it from the demon's temptation. Yes. Especially evil thoughts and desires during the liturgical celebration. Yes, because the devil tries to attack the priest when have he's celebrating ever, Mass. Have you ever had any evil thoughts or desires during Mass, Lisa? Uh... I can't recall um, at the moment. Um, I mean, I've been distracted for sure. Um, I don't know if I've had evil thoughts. Have you? Sounds serious. I don't. I don't think so. No, definitely distracted. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe annoyed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been irritated. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, is that an evil thought to be annoyed or irritated? Well, it's not Christ-like, so it is probably the devil. Um, oh, it's definitely the devil. Well, and he's. We may have that feeling that he just uh, magnifies it. Exactly. So the alb is what's put on next, right? So the amos, and then the alb is put on, and you, as a sacred minister as well, yes, as an officer, get to wear an alb. You have to wear an alb, and, and what does this recall, Lisa? Our baptism, the sanctifying grace that we receive, and it's a symbol of purity of the heart. Thanks. And so there's a prayer that the priest says while putting on the alb or the deacon. And I don't know why um, it couldn't be said by the officer. Yeah, I'm going to cut well. this out. I'm going to print this out and put it on the cabinet. Yeah, Revelation seven fourteen to say it too. So what is it? Make me white, O Lord, and cleanse my heart, that being made white in the blood of the Lamb, I may deserve an eternal reward. I see absolutely nothing wrong with the altar servers saying that. No, I think it's great. It's very beautiful, and yeah. you know, it adds. It just adds a, another level um, to preparing to worship God, right? Yeah. So the next thing is the cincture or the belt that goes around the waist. Yes. Okay. And this could be a different colors. Yes. But white is the universal color. Yeah, that's interesting. O so positive. I can I don't have to match everybody if I just have a white and a red one. Let me just say, I think it's good if we all. <laughs> right. Right. But at the same time, um, if 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 you're wearing white, and it's ordinary time or it's um, some other. Like they, even like Lent, yes, it's technically not wrong, right? Which is why my alb only came with a white and a red, right? And I, I, I honestly, I think um, 
I like wearing some of the fancy signatures that I have, right, with the, like the little tassels on the end. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Art has some really nice ones. Right. Uh, but I do think um, some level of consistency would be nice. But see, the signature represents the virtue of self-mastery, right? Mm -hmm. Which St. Paul, he counts that as one of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22. But the mm -hmm. prayer, Lisa, is derived from the first letter of Peter Chapter 1, verses 13. Can you tell us what it says? Yes. Gird me, O Lord, with the cincture of purity, and quench in my heart the fire of co co concupiscence. concupiscence, that the virtue of continence and chastity may abide in me. Yes. So I, I like this. Quench in my heart the fire of the tendency to sin, mm -hmm. which is what concupiscence is. Yeah. Did you know yeah, that? I knew what con I knew what it meant. I just can't say it. Right. So we have, uh, so say con. Con. Q. Q. Piscence. Concupiscence. Like concupid, but concupiscence. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, she's got it. Right now. Give me so, a minute and it won't. Exactly. So the stole is the next thing that goes on, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's a distinctive feature of the ordained minister and is always worn in the celebration of the sacraments. Notice the stole is always worn, right? Because sometimes uh, I'll have a stole. Yeah. And I won't wear the dalmatic. Right. But you have to wear the stole. And the stole. priest always has the stole. Well, he's supposed to have the stole for reconciliation. Yes. The purple stole. Right. And it and, and, and these stoles are embroidered in the different colors depending on the liturgical season. Yeah. Right or the feast day. Like so do priests about. have, um, have you seen any priests? Because uh, you have like a nice nativity one. Mm -hmm. um, have you seen any priests with like some decorative yes. type? Stole? Yes. Oh, yes. Nice. Yes. Okay. Monsignor Barrett has some. Oh, we just I don't mean, get to see them. We don't necessarily yeah. get to see them, right? Um, but there are some uh, very nice stoles out there. Yeah. Uh, that that can be worn. So now the priest stole, which uh, goes around the neck, right? Uh huh. And and then the deacon stole goes over the left shoulder and down to the right hip. Yeah. So that's how you tell the difference. Yeah, I only recently, like within the last few years, I learned that. I right. didn't know who was who. So what is the what is the fact of the stole going around the, the priest's neck and shoulder? What is that? What is that it's like? It's the yoke of an ox what because you, he um, is becoming a beast of burden. He's being put to work by um, doing Christ's work. Exactly. Yeah, the priest is essentially for Jesus. Yeah, that beast is mm -hmm. doing the work for yeah. Christ. I think that's what you just said. <laughs> You're just uh, drilling it in. So we kiss the stall before uh -huh. putting it on. This uh -huh. unites us with Jesus's embracing of the cross, mm -hmm. right? And then there is a prayer that is said. Mm -hmm. What is that prayer, Lisa? Lord, restore the stole of immortality, which I lost through the collusion of our first parents, and unworthy as I am to approach thy sacred mysteries, may I yet get... May I yet gain eternal joy. That's so it's the, another reference to um, like Adam and Eve because that's what concupiscence, concupiscence exactly. is as well. We have that tendency to sin because of original sin. Right. So you have this this idea that the, the ministers, right, that are coming to celebrate the mass, right, are are imperfect. Right. Um, yet called, right. To be in persona Christi. Right. To be in persona Christi and, and to um, to celebrate the mass. Yeah. And then finally, the oh, um, so even if like a priest is maybe a sinful priest that is not necessarily doing what he's supposed to as a priest, the validity of the mass remains. Right. So um, as long as yeah, the, as long as he says all the right, right, parts. he still has to say the right things. Yeah, right? yeah, if, yeah. If, true, if, true, if, true. A, if a priest comes in and doesn't do doesn't say the Eucharistic prayers, yeah, um, sometimes there's a little ad libbing, but the most important parts are. Um, 
you know, the prayers where you are asking for the spirit to come down yeah, and transfer right, right. gifts into the body and blood of Christ, right? We had a, a lengthy discussion about um, when I was going through the diaconate about what exactly when when does this transubstantiation happen? When is the, the Eucharist actually the body? Well, there's, there's, there was, because like one of the question was, is well, let's let's say that right after that happened, if the priest dropped dead, oh, you know, would the yeah, would, would the host be, be yeah, yeah, exactly, and oh, I think the answer is yes. That it, 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 it's all um, one big prayer. Right, but I think that after the epiclesis, which because you know, that's when the Holy Spirit is is called upon, to upon exactly, the gifts, yeah. and that's where Jesus says. And here's the let's not get ahead of ourselves, right? Here we have, well, we'll get there. It's so easy to get ahead of ourselves, yes, isn't it? Yes, yes. And so then, um, the prayer that is said when the the chasuble, which is what the priest puts on, and the dalmatic. So, Lisa, mm-hmm. quiz question: What yes. is the difference between the chasuble sleeves? Can I ask a question first? Sorry. What is the difference between the chasuble and the dalmatic, Lisa? Sleeves. Sleeves. What does that mean? The dalmatic. I can't ever say that Dalmatic. Dalmatic has sleeves. The chasuble does not. So if you need to know who the priest is, look for the sleeveless guy. So just go under there and flop under there. Oh, no, you can tell. When they go like this, you can tell. Do you think it looks that much differently? Yeah. I guess it does because it's connected. Yeah, you have sleeves. You're like this. The priest is like a wing. So the poor priest has to wear a tablecloth for us. Oh deacons, so we get we get normal oh clothing gosh. to wear, and so what is the prayer they say, which is based from the letters uh, to the Colossians, Lisa, chapter three, verse fourteen. Oh Lord, who has said, "My yoke is sweet and my burden light," grant that I may so carry it, so as to obtain Thy grace. Amen. So there is a lot, Lisa, that is going on prior to mass even beginning yeah right? there's all of these beautiful prayers yeah as you've learned you're one of the ministers of the church yeah that's cool. right so are the lectors so all, all of the oh. people are ministers uh, uh you know uh, well eucharistic mass. ministers i knew that was like right, but every, every yeah everybody that's participating in the mass in cool. that that way how about like choir are they choir ministers you, you know music ministers music ministers but yeah if you think about it what did it what did we say earlier it might have been an earlier episode that we are all ministers right as oh, we're, we're all a kingdom priest. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, we're all, I mean, so we have to recognize that our role in offering ourselves and being a part of the mass is um, is super important. Yeah. And think about it. When you're in a mass where nobody's saying anything and nobody's saying, or they that, like like murmur the prayers, like that drives me crazy. Right. Or but then you go to the cathedral where everybody wants to be there. Yeah. And it's like echoing yeah the whole thing. yeah the power of the spirit and all of that yeah is amazing yeah it sure is so if you're one of those people that it sounds like you're from peanuts womp, 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 yeah. womp, during mass proclaim I would, those prayers yeah um and here's the thing and we'll get to all these prayers we don't need to go through all of this <laughs> right. right now but all of this stuff's important right mm-hmm. and our participation our offering is important and um, we need to do that, Lisa. Yeah. And when we do, um, I think mass becomes much more efficacious because we're really putting all of ourselves into doing it. Right. I'm like screaming some of the songs that we'll get to when I'm up there singing. Can you ever hear me singing? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's because but you're sitting lot- in the back. Well, I either sit in the back or I sit like on the side next to the instruments and choir okay well i think that's good enough for this one and i think we're actually going to get start mass i think on our next episode Mm, yes we are remember to subscribe to our podcast i'm deacon dave i'm layperson lisa we will see you next time